<clears throat> Welcome to another episode of the Common Man's Take on Sports with Kevin and Quentin. Alright, all the conference championship games are over. We saw who won, so let's kind of unpack everything that's happened in the last 24 hours. So, um, the let, let's go over the final uh, rankings first. So, I'm just going to go through the whole list. So, the NCAA football playoff selection rankings are now final. And so, we're just going to run through these, and then we're going to talk about some of the results from this weekend. So, Michigan finished at number one, Washington two, Texas three, Alabama four, Florida State five, Georgia six, Ohio State seven, Oregon eight, Missouri nine, Penn State 10, Ole Miss 11, Oklahoma 12, LSU 13, Arizona 14, Louisville 15, Notre Dame 16, Iowa 17, North Carolina 18, Oregon State 19, Oklahoma State 20, Tennessee 21, Clemson 22, Liberty 23, SMU 24, and Kansas State 25. So, with that, we will go back, and so that now sets up the two semifinal games, so with Michigan number one and Alabama number four, that makes the Rose Bowl game for the first semifinal, Michigan versus Alabama, the second the Sugar Bowl uh, semifinal is Texas versus Washington, three versus two. So <clears throat> let's talk about this for a few minutes and then we'll move on to some of the other bowl games. So I'm a little torn on this one because I know what the committee is going to say of why they left Florida State out. Because Jordan Travis got hurt and they didn't feel like they were the same team. But at the same time, Time and the same point that the Florida State players are going to make is that even without their quarterback, they still found ways to win. So, and they ended up winning their conference championship. And so, Florida State is the first undefeated conference champion to be left out of the playoff in its 10 year history or 9 year history. They're the first team to be go undefeated, win their conference. Matter of fact, a Power Five conference championship and be left out. They're the first, and so the reason why this happened was because Georgia lost to Alabama, and um, that opened up one slot, and so. Um, Michigan won, Washington won, and Florida State won. So you would naturally assume that Michigan, Washington, and Florida State all punched their ticket. And that's not what happened. So Georgia fell out of the top four, as they should have. If you wanted to stay in the playoff, then you should have got it done and won the SEC championship game. Since you didn't, you lost your seat. 
Now here's where the waters get a little murky. So since Georgia lost and dropped out, the next team in line, because Washington beat Oregon, which dropped Oregon down, was Texas. Okay, one lost team, they won their conference championship, got it. Texas is in, because they're next in line. They were number seven. And with the loss of Oregon, that probably moves them up to number six, which technically should have moved Ohio State up to number five, but um, Texas got in. And that's fine. I'm okay with that because Texas beat Alabama head-to-head. They should be in with the loss of Georgia. However, or I take a little bit of time to consider basically the committee just cheated Florida State because they did everything you're supposed to do and everything you're told to do they actually won two games against two SEC teams this year yeah that's right they beat two of the SEC teams this year won their conference they beat Clemson they beat Louisville like I what else do you want them kids to do? And then you're going to leave them out? You're going to tell them you're not good enough? And here's my other thing. <clears throat> yeah, Alabama beat Georgia in the conference championship, but that loss to Texas is still lingering with me. And so for me, that loss to Texas is worse than Ohio State's loss to Michigan. At least Ohio State's lost to Michigan. I would have felt better if they had just left Georgia, dropped Georgia to number four and let them stay in and move Texas up to number three. I'd have been okay with that. Or move Texas up to number three and make Ohio State number four. I would have been okay with that. But to allow Alabama to jump from number eight to number four, I'm just not buying it. I just don't think it's right. And I know that you're probably going to kick me for saying this, but I think Ohio State's better than Alabama and deserve to be in the playoff more than Alabama did. I don't care if they beat Georgia in the SEC championship or not. I still think that Texas lost at the beginning of the season. Texas, I don't know, what was Texas ranked at the time? It's still a worse loss than Ohio State's loss to Michigan, who was the number three team in the country. And I think Ohio State's body of work is better than Alabama's. Okay, so you're telling me that uh, Ohio State team that has a... Do you think Alabama deserved to jump from 8 to 4? No, I don't. I really don't think that they did deserve that. I think Florida State should have because Florida State's undefeated. They won... Two games without their QB. Well, basically, what you're telling me is three they, games without their QB. Basically, what you're telling me is they faced adversity and still found a way to win, and that still wasn't good enough. Interesting. Interesting call by the committee. Hmm. I guess all this will be worked out next year because they'll go. It's expanding to a 12-team playoff, so it's going to be relevant next year. This is the yeah. first time that the committee made a decision that kind of like took me back. I was like, wow. Wow. <clears throat> I guess it all sorted itself out. 
on January the 1st because if Alabama skull drags Michigan across the field, I'll eat crow because Alabama will prove that they're a top four team. But I just don't think they deserve to jump four spots like that. And I don't think they deserve to jump Ohio State or Florida State. I'm sorry, but I don't. That's just my my opinion. Take it for what you will, but that's my opinion. Everything else I'm okay with. I'm okay with the Michigan, Washington, and Texas. Alabama is the one that I'm questioning the committee's decision on. That's the one that I don't think they got right. I just don't. I don't care what Paul Feinbaum says. He's an idiot. Nobody cares what he says. Except for SEC fans who like to wave the SEC flag. <clears throat> so, what do you think? Um, you know, this was, it was just so the college football playoff could have an SEC team in. Um, and this was just, I mean, they just wanted an SEC team into the playoffs. And, um, I think, I think they wanted a harder opponent for Michigan to put Alabama at number four so Michigan have a harder opponent. Because Florida State, um, their offense isn't that good without Jordan Travis. And, um, the committee just wanted, um, they just want Alabama to win the national title. They want an SEC team in. They want Bama to win the title. Uh, or Texas, Washington. I just think they want Michigan to lose at this point because – well, I do want Mich- I hope Michigan skull drags Alabama, but we'll see what happens. I know Jim has not beat an SEC team. The only SEC team he beat was his first year as head coach of Michigan in the bowl game. It's the only bowl game he's won since he's been there. We'll see how it all shakes out. I think both games are going to be really good. I think Michigan-Alabama match up well, and if this game – goes the way that I think it will. I think it's going to be a really good game. I think it's going to come down to the last possession. I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way. I think Washington and Texas will turn out the same. I think it's going to be a really good game. Both have high-scoring, high-flying offenses. So we'll see how that goes down. Let's go over some of the rest of the New Year's Six Bowl games. So on December the 29th, in the uh, Cotton Bowl Classic, you have Ohio State in Missouri. I think Ohio State's going to send Missouri home with their tail between their legs. I think Ohio State's way better than Missouri. They will demolish them in that bowl game. Uh, unless a bunch of Ohio State players sit out. But even then, I, I think their second and third stringers could probably beat Missouri starters. Uh, on the 30th, you have... Penn State and Ole Miss. I think Penn State wins this game. I think Penn State's just a better team than Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is um, defense overrated. Yeah. And I don't think they're really that good. I think the defense is really the problem for Ole Miss. Their defense is terrible. 
they that that's how they lost. That's how they uh had a blowout loss to Georgia because their defense was just terrible. They were letting Georgia uh, go down the field uh, so quickly because of uh, their defense and their offense just cannot respond to just just could not respond to Georgia and it, it sometimes you cannot respond to teams and that's what's been the whole problem for Ole Miss this season but I mean this year going to be a tough one Oof. I mean Penn State has a ter- terrible offense uh, Not really. Penn State has a pretty good offense. To me, I feel like when it comes to big games, like Ohio uh, State, Michigan, I don't think you're giving a, Penn State a, enough credit on their offense. They have a pretty good offense. They dropped fifty-one on Maryland. I'm pretty I, sure if you go back, they have one of the top offenses in the country. If you look at the stats. Okay. Twelve points per game. <clears throat> okay. Well, when it comes to big games against uh, uh uh-huh. Yeah, what are they ranked? Uh, I don't know. I just see at the average 37.2 points per game. Yeah, that's pretty I good. Mean, that, I, that's pretty good. I, I mean, but when it comes to big games like this, um, I, I won't argue their with defense. Because I know what you're about to say. James Franklin is not a big game coach. Uh-uh. And you're no, he's, he's he is like, not a big game coach. He makes bad calls in big games. Yeah, I believe Absolutely. he's like three and seven against Michigan. Yes. Three and six. Uh, he has losing record against Ohio State. I think his only win against Ohio State was twenty sixteen. Yes. I believe that is true. Off the block, the blocked field goal. Yes. Yep. So, so when it comes to those big games, he has losing records and. Uh, he's probably gonna have some trouble against Ole Miss, but uh, I'll see if Penn State. But we'll see if Penn State can take advantage of uh, Ole Miss's lack of uh, lack of defense. So I mean, Penn State's offense could get rolling because of Ole Miss's terrible defense. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think Penn State can win this game. Though so, uh, okay. I really think that they. So can the next New Year's Six bowl game is Georgia Florida State. Um, I think Georgia wins this one. Uh, I think they win it fairly easily. Yeah, uh, Next I agree with you. I, I agree with you. I think Georgia wins this one. Um, I, I know Georgia has had some trouble with injuries. You know, Ladd McConkey's been out. Brock Bowers has been out for a little bit. and uh, But I just think that Georgia will still beat Florida State. But I'll see. But we'll see if Florida State Florida may, State may get their de- defense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, against the, the Gators in that second half, their defense was great. Against Louisville, their defense was great because their defense had seven sacks in that game on Jack Plummer. That's that's true. Yeah, that's that's some pretty good stats uh, against the Louisville teams. So. Yeah, so and, and the last New Year's Six game is Oregon and Liberty. I think Oregon wins this one easily. Oregon's a very good team. Um, I don't think there's any question uh, Oregon's going to win that game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Oregon's going to win this game. There's no question. Uh, Oregon's a really good football team. They have a pretty good defense. Um, 
But when it comes to teams like Washington, Oregon's defense just isn't that good uh, against against Washington's high-powered offense. Um, and I think that Oregon was just going easily. It's going to be an easy win for Oregon. Okay. Let's go down the rest of the bowl games. Uh, these are just the kind of regular old bowl games. You're looking December 16th, uh, Myrtle Beach Bowl, Georgia, Georgia Southern at Ohio, Cricket Celebration Bowl, Howard at Florida A&M, Mercedes-Benz, uh, oh, R&L Carriers, New Orleans Bowls, Jacksonville State, Louisiana, Avocados for Mexico Cure Bowl, Miami and Appalachian State, Mexico State, Fresno State, and the New Mexico Bowl, um, LA Bowl is UCLA and Boise State. Radiance Technologies Independence Bowls, Cal and Texas Tech. Uh, December the 18th, you got the famous Toastery Bowl, Western Kentucky, North Dominion. December the 19th, you got Scooter's Coffee Frisco Bowl, UTSA versus Marshall. December the 21st, you have South Florida versus Syracuse and the RoofClaim.com Boca Rotten Bowl. December the 22nd, you got Union Home Mortgage, Gasparilla Bowl, Georgia Tech and UCF. The 23rd, you got Birmingham Bowl, Troy versus Duke. Um, you got the Camilla Bowl, Arkansas State versus Northern Illinois, Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, James Madden versus Air Force. Uh, famous Idaho Potato Bowl, Georgia State, Utah State. 68 Ventures Bowl, South Alabama, Eastern Michigan. SRS Distribution, Las Vegas Bowl, Utah, Northwestern. Easy Point, Hawaii Bowl, Coastal Carolina, and San Jose State. The 26th, uh, you have Quick Lane Bowl, Bowling Green, and Minnesota. You have Serve Pro, First Responder Bowl, Texas State, and Rice. Guaranteed Rate Bowl, Kansas UNLV. December the 27th, you have the Military Bowl, Virginia Tech and Tulane. You have the Duke's Mayo Bowl, North Carolina and West Virginia. DirecTV Holiday Bowl, Louisville and USC. Texas, Texas Bowl, Texas A&M and Oklahoma State. On the 28th, you got Wasabi Fenway Bowl, SMU and Boston College. The Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl, Rutgers in Miami. Pop-Tarts Bowl, North Carolina State, Kansas State, Valero, Alamo Bowl, Arizona, and Oklahoma. That'd be a good one. Yep. Then December the 29th, you have the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, uh, Clemson and Kentucky. That ought to be a pretty good one, but I think Clemson will win that one. Yep. Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, Oregon State and Notre Dame. AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Memphis and Iowa State. December the 30th, you got Trans Perfect Music City Bowl, Auburn, Maryland. I'm actually going to pay attention to this one because Michigan struggled a little bit with Maryland in the regular season, and Alabama struggled with Auburn. In this bowl, I want to see if Maryland beats Auburn. That'll be interesting for me. Okay. That'll be interesting. Um, you have the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl, two universals, Wyoming. I think Maryland's better than Auburn. That's why I'm interested in this bowl. Uh, then January the 1st, uh, before you have your semifinals, you have the Reliquest Bowl, which is Wisconsin and LSU. And then you have the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl, which is Iowa and Tennessee. 
those are all your bowl games. Um, as we uh, next couple of weeks, we may do an in-depth analysis of some of these games and teams, um, just to see how it works out. Uh, but that's all your bowl games and your uh, final college football rankings. I do want to look at one more thing, though. So, I gave you the final college football playoff, but I want to take a look at the AP poll. So, just for some... <laughs> so, the final AP poll is exactly the way that I thought the college football playoff should be. Final AP poll had Michigan 1, Washington 2, Texas 3, and Florida State 4. Alabama 5, Georgia 6, Ohio State 7, Oregon 8, so on and so forth. So the AP poll is the way that I thought the college football playoff poll should be. And the coaches poll, the same. Michigan 1, Washington 2, and Florida State 3, Texas 4, Alabama 5, Georgia 6, and Ohio State 7, Oregon 8. Again, the way that I thought the, I mean, either order for Texas and Florida State, but I thought that's the way the college football playoff polls should be. So even the coaches and the Associated Press polls still had Florida State in the top four, just not the playoff committee. Interesting. Very interesting. So what do you think? Um, yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think that, f that's kind of weird because the uh, AP poll has Florida State in the top four and the coaches poll has Florida State in the top four, but not the playoff committee. Um, to be honest, that's kind of strange. Um, AP poll in the coaches poll allows Florida State um, in that top four, but not the playoff committee. That's uh, that's kind of strange to me. Uh, I think that Florida State should be in the top four, at least number four. Um, I, I I really imagined it like how the uh, coaches poll was number one Michigan two Washington three Florida State and four Texas. That's how I imagined this to go. Um, exactly how I imagined, and I think that Florida State should at least be in the top four because of all that hard work. Uh, that those players did and you still don't think they're good enough because at the start of the season they beat a number five LSU team mm -hmm. and they beat a number four, 14 Louisville team who has a pretty good offense mm -hmm. and you won't let them in the playoffs yep you and uh, uh they also beat Duke, uh, who was in number 16 at, at that time. And you still won't let them in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So Florida State, LSU, Clemson, Duke, North Carolina, and Florida. So they got a pretty good body of work and Louisville. Sorry, Louisville. So they got a pretty good body of work. I'm pretty sure Miami was ranked when they beat them. No, Miami was unranked. Were they? Yep. Anyway, um, that's my thoughts. Um, it is what it is. Gain it all, sort itself out while these teams start playing. We'll see. Uh, what happens? I want to pivot to the NBA here real quick. So the Orlando Magic's nine-game winning streak finally came to an end as they lost for the second time to the Brooklyn Nets. So they are now fourteen and six, which is still a very good record, right behind Boston at fifteen and four. Yep, and they're tied with Milwaukee for that second. Uh, for a second in the Eastern Conference, but I mean, they're only uh, one and a half games back from the Celtics, so still, still have a pretty good record. So they're yep. <laughs> they're still pretty good. Still got Boston number one, Orlando two, Milwaukee three. Well, really, Milwaukee and Orlando are tied for three, but Orlando owns the tiebreaker right now. <laughs> Philadelphia four, New York five, Utah six. Miami 7, Cleveland 8, Brooklyn 9, and Atlanta coming in at 10. Northwestern Conference, Minnesota is still in the front at 15 and 4, which is tied with Boston for the best record in the NBA, which is still pretty impressive for Minnesota. You have the Oklahoma City Thunder at number 2, Denver at 3, Sacramento 4, Phoenix 5, Dallas at 6, uh, LA at 7, 12 and 9. You have the Pelicans at 8, the Clippers at 9, and the Rockets at 10. So the NBA is starting to shape up a little bit. They're uh, about 20 games in, a quarter of the way through the season. And some teams are starting to separate themselves a little bit. We'll keep an eye on that and uh, see how those, those teams progress as the season goes along. You got a little NHL, so Boston is now number one in the Eastern Conference, or sorry, they've been number one, 16 and four. You have the Florida Panthers now, uh, 14 and eight. Detroit Red Wings are 13 and seven. Maple Leafs are 12 and six. You have New York Rangers at 18 and 4. So, um, in the Western Conference, you have the Colorado Avalanche, number one, at 15 and 6, which means they knocked the, or sorry, uh, yeah, the Golden Knights are 16 and 5. So they're still number one. The Canucks are 16 and 8. The LA Kings are 13 and 4. Winnipeg Jets are 13 and 8. And Dallas Stars are 14 and 5. So they're, uh, they're about 20, a little more than 20 games in. 
uh, you know, it's starting to shape up a little there in the east and the west for uh, hockey. You have uh, the Maple Leafs, the Islanders, the Flyers, and the Lightning all in line. For a wild card spot in the west, you got the Coyotes, Arizona Coyotes, St. Louis Blues, Calgary Flames and the Nashville Predators all in line for a wild card slot. As of right now, we'll keep an eye on that and see how that uh, shakes out in the next couple of weeks uh, once we get to the halfway point. Is there anything else you want to cover for today's show? Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, there's nothing else. I will say, as a Michigan fan, it was very fulfilling for me to watch Michigan win the Big Ten Championship and Mr. Tony Matiti to have to present that trophy to them. And I'm probably being petty here, but I see that he did not congratulate them. He just presented the trophy and walked off the stage, which is interesting. But uh, I'm glad Michigan's still winning. I hope they continue to win. I'd like to see them win it all this year to shut all the haters up. But we'll see how that shakes out. we got about three weeks before we'll figure out what's going to happen there. But that's all I have for today. Uh, we thank you guys for listening. Remember, you can get our podcast uh, anywhere that Pod, you anywhere you can access podcasts our podcast is on that platform we also have a YouTube page we did do our first video recording last week and so now we're posting video recordings on YouTube as well we thank you we, we hope that you subscribe and follow us and continue to listen we appreciate your support um, you guys have a uh, good day and enjoy the rest of your weekend <laughs>